Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lance. And I'm Mike. And we are just these guys. What's you know. going on? You got shades on today. I do. Feeling cool? Well, here's what I'm wondering. I've been checking out a few podcasts. Right. Here and there that also do video. Oh, really? And it seems like every time I'm watching them, they got sunglasses on. <laughs> I'm well. not sure what that's all about, but what I'm hopeful of is that there's something about hiding behind the shades. There you go. That just makes you think faster <laughs> and talk clear right. and say more interesting things. Sunglasses make you cool, so the words yeah. coming out of your mouth will be cool. Heck yeah, I'm so confident in my coolness behind these glasses. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just thought I'd check it out for a minute. Well, confidence in your coolness. Uh, this morning you were talking about uh, feeling a arrhythmic heartbeat this morning. Mm, yeah, I did. For a long time now I haven't had this. And uh woke up this morning with a little AFib going on. So... If this is something that you have and you've been ignoring, take this as a moment of uh, just opportunity to be challenged to go get it checked out. My question is, was it AFib or was it anxiety? Mm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Got to think so about now that. Now let one. me think about what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I don't think nothing was different. Nothing. I guess I can't completely rule that out. There's always a little bit of stressor in the equation. Um, hmm. Number one reason for a visit to an emergency room is anxiety. Ooh, people, yeah. people go in with heart conditions, heart complaints, uh, heart attacks. They feel like they're dying. Yeah. They feel like they're going crazy. Yeah. And at the end of all the testing and examination... It was an irregular heartbeat or a panic attack due to anxiety, stress, anxiety. Well, maybe, I wish I remembered my dreams because maybe I had a really stressful dream. Is that possible? Yeah. A lot of times people will have a, a nightmare or a night terror or a very uncomfortable or stressful dream and they'll wake up and be in the emotions of the dream Hmm. that they were just in so if you dream you're being chased through the woods <laughs> yeah you, you wake up you will be panting breathing heavy heart beating fast now if you wake up in that state but you don't remember the dream then there's the chance you could misattribute what i'm feeling to something else could be i feel great now well, and part of the reason I asked is there was a, it wasn't a physical movement you made, but it was a reassuring movement you made that the AFib turned off. Dang, Doc, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you are all up in my head because I had not even considered that. So what I did right. is Coco came to the house. And <clears throat> and for those of you not members of Grace Point Church, Coco right. is Mike's beautiful, sweet, precious grandchild, oh, daughter, oh, grandmother. Oh. Yeah, she's the cure to all AFib. <laughs> <laughs> she came in, we sat down. Um, 
was like 6.30. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to know where Gigi was. Right. So I said, she's sleeping. Well, she was insistent that she wanted to go back there. So we got her little glass of milk. We got her blankie. And we went back there. And I picked her up. And I set her up on the bed. And then it was gone. Yep. I was thinking that it was that. A lot of times in the past, it would be just grunt down on something or do something stressful to, <laughs> to get the AFib back in. It has happened where I would sneeze or, you know, hit the old reading room <laughs> and, and it would go away. But it just went away. And But I had not even considered that this was just a release of stress. Sure. <laughs> for, not so much for Dawn, maybe, because she was trying to sleep. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here she is. But, yeah, could very well be, Doc. I hadn't even considered it. As I, I noticed coming in here. When you walked in, and, and even while you're here talking on the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, maybe people are picking up on this now that I mention it, but you're breathing in your upper chest. Oh, yeah? Yep. Huh. Hmm. And that is a very anxious, stressful type of breathing. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me think. Hmm. Huh. And it's, a, you know, it's uh, oftentimes just we, we can wake up. If life's a bit unsettled, we may have unsettling dreams. And then we wake up, we're feeling unsettled because there are unsettled matters in our lives. So mm -hmm. we're just feeling unsettled and... Once you, once people have a cardiac issue, uh, there are, I think it's a uh, 40% of those individuals who've had a cardiac issue are also diagnosed with some sort of anxiety disorder because once you have a cardiac issue in your lifetime, and that's, you know, that's scary mm -hmm. because the heart, you know, problem with the heart, you're dead. Sure. So when you have that cardiac issue, it, it brings mortality to you. And after you have the cardiac event, whatever it is, then you become very much aware of your heart and every tick and beep and bump. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I woke up this morning and first thing I can tell, but I can also, I can feel, and again, you know, you're probably right on on this whole thing, but I could feel pressure because mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't beating in rhythm and I could just, there's a, there's, you can feel the difference. Once you know it, you can definitely feel it, but yeah. Well, let me show you how to get it back in rhythm. All right, because, let's do it doc. Cause I'm not a, I'm not a physician, but I played one in a movie once. Okay. Take a breath into your belly mm -hmm. and you, you distend it as big as you can get it. You take a breath in your belly and hold it for one second and then let it go. And if your heart is beating irregularly because of anxiety, mm -hmm. this, take it in your belly, hold it for one second and let it go, will begin to turn that system down. So if you're having a heart attack, then this ain't going to work. But Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody on 
the video is wondering, well, maybe he shouldn't be standing there drinking caffeine. There's no caffeine <laughs> in this. It's <laughs> just sugar. <laughs> sugar. <laughs> and sugar doesn't cause AVIP. No. <laughs> no. So, that's interesting. lot to consider there. That's good. You noticed uh, mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. new news. Yes. The How cool is that? Book is now out in hardback, but not yet available in hardback. I, I just appro- I just approved the proofs. Yep. And I've had feedback from listeners tell me, "Stop moving, stand next to the damn microphone." <laughs> but yes, it's available in hardback now, so it looks like a legitimate book Heck instead yeah. of a merit badge book. You know, I like it. It's very cool. And in the process, straight up legit, of recording it for audio format, audiobook, mm-hmm. which is a lot harder than you would think. It has to be. Try reading anything without any, you know, slip ups at all. Not one single word mispronounced. It is, and out loud, it is not easy. And then to deliver the the intention and the meaning yeah. and. And to not stop your sentence at the end of the page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the period, not the end of the page. Yeah. Uh, is yeah, there's a whole lot of whole lot of minute technical things that go into doing it that you never really consider. Uh, what tripped me up so bad, and again, listeners are now going to start paying attention to this once I say it. Yeah. But my breathing. Mm. The first yeah. my first run at it, I went back and listened to it. I sounded like Darth Vader. <laughs> Twelve two. How to transform your mind by Lance Hart. Oh. And it's just like, oh my god! There's all this heavy breathing going on in this thing. So how do how do you do that? Move the microphone. Step back. Breathe in your belly. Is there any technical thing you can do with the machinery, the equipment? Oh, so <laughs> that's a lot to think about. And and then, you know, going into the whole editing process of it all, uh, just to make something sound calm and pleasant. But not too calm and pleasant. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, a, a sleep aid. Right. You know, reading. It's it's just my goal hard is hard to do. My goal is Keith Morrison. Keith Morrison. Keith Morrison. From Dateline. The glasses were, I, I think that meant they might have been a little calming. Because <laughs> now that the bright lights on, <laughs> I'm feeling a little anxious without the glasses. We were trying out sunglasses as a, uh, a little test. At least I was. <laughs> did, it, did it improve your mood? Make you? I think so. I think with the sunglasses on, you feel like uh, secret, like like you're hiding. Nobody can see you, so yeah. you're you're more free to do whatever you. <laughs> that could be, could be. Got to be a reason why people wear them indoors. So I was telling my brother about the uh, podcast over the weekend. He didn't realize that it was. He knew about the podcast, but he didn't realize it was also on video. So I showed him. We were in Dallas, and I showed him. Uh, where to go to get it and all that good stuff. And very first thing he says, I mean, it wasn't within three seconds. He says, is he a Steelers fan? 
<laughs> he saw the terrible towel. And I was like, heck yeah. He said, okay, I'll listen. <laughs> Immediately. Well, just for your tracking. brother. What number is that? 86. Oh, yeah. Now, 86 is not Lynn Swan, right? Wasn't Lynn Swan 88? Lynn Swan was 88. 86 is Heinz Ward. The second greatest receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Lynn Swan and Heinz Ward. Yep. I'm excited about football. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. Did you see the quarterback TV show on Netflix? I did. Did you? Yeah. It's good. What did you think of... uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. I, I dig that dude. Such character, and I just like him. He's he's a very likable guy. Oh my God! You know what's happening today? What's that? Today is Tuesday. Yep. And in Kirk uh, Cousins' life, what is Tuesday? Oh, yeah, I don't even remember now. Oh man, you say you watched the show? I did. This is day off. <laughs> and, oh, that's and he, right. Family. He spends the day, family day. Then he goes to his favorite bookstore and gets books. Yep. To, he enjoys reading. Yep. He has a copy of 12-2. Oh. So today, I imagine Kirk Cousins sitting down, <laughs> reading the book. Heck yeah. <laughs> so you sent him one? Why do you think I sent sort him? Of. Why do you think he didn't <laughs> buy one? Well, because I'm assuming you don't know everybody that bought one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I sent him a copy. <laughs> but after watching cool. and, yeah. uh, with his faith and with yep. his commitment to the mental aspect of the game, and he, he was very public in the show about meeting with a, uh, a psychologist, a mm-hmm. sports psychologist, about improving his game. And then he, yep. he does that uh, mental neural feedback work and... And so, and he takes basically, you know, Mental Health Tuesday. It's it's a day away from the game. It's a day with his family to decompress. You know, what NFL quarterback gets to do that? Right. And he goes, there he is, middle of the season, playoffs on the line. Yep. Kirk Cousins in the bookstore. In the bookstore on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't watched that, it's really good. It gives a, a, a really... Uh, cool look at the background sure just what they go through on a daily basis as the life of a quarterback in the nfl and it is it is nuts the pressure that they have not just in the game sure in their whole preparation and i mean everything they have to be the most prepared player on the field just as prepared as as uh well, more prepared, really, than anybody else. It's it's an awesome well, show. Were, they did a great job with it. Uh, there was a, a, a segment. There, there were two important segments in the, I think it was the last episode, where uh, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, if you remember 2022 season, mm-hmm. in the, in the, it was the last game or the first playoff game, but he... Uh, got a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Now, what was interesting to me about it, and they didn't really verbally connect these dots, but they were on the screen, so I was wondering if the producers intended it to flow that way. But before 
they got to that in the in the show uh, in the gym he had hired a trainer he had a trainer back in texas and after a couple of years in kansas city with getting injuries he got that trainer convinced him to come up to kansas city to work with him yep keep him in shape and throughout the whole show you see the trainer has him doing different exercises and activities to mimic muscle movements that he may need to make on the field mm-hmm. uh, because he's you know, a very athletic quarterback, throws off balance all the time. So they're doing all of these various exercises to strengthen the joints and the ligaments to handle different pressures. Yep. Well, in that last segment, there's a scene where the he comes in and the trainer says what we're going to do. And he puts down a, a yoga step and he says, you're going to put one foot on the step, one foot off. And then with one leg, you're going to jump up in the air, switch legs and land on the step. And then you're going to jump up in the air with the other leg. And we're going to do reps of that. And then we're going to add 135 pounds onto that bar. And you're going to hold that bar on your shoulders and you're going to do it. And Patrick's like, I can, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And then it, goes through that whole scene where he's got Patrick jumping off one leg with 135 pounds on his back in this awkward position landing on the yoga step. Flash forward to the game. He gets that high ankle sprain and he comes back into the game after the half. And how does he get the ball from the center to the running back, but he's hopping. One leg, yep. One leg. He's hopping, and, and Chris Collinsworth is just, you know, marveling at, oh, my God. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes with only one leg is still yeah. better than. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then when he has to make a pass, he, he can't plant that back foot, so he has to hop. Yep. And the attention to detail, the focusing on the fundamentals throughout go. the week the game preparation. You don't know what the, even Patrick said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. What? Why? Why? Why do that? And it's that preparation. It's the focus on the fundamentals that these athletes have that when things happen in the games, they're prepared. It's, it's second nature. Yep. And that's what we've been trying to convince our listeners to do mentally mm-hmm. is to really dig in and focus on the fundamentals of life, the fundamentals of thinking, the fundamentals of spirituality, dig in repetition, repetition, repetition there. So when the things in life happen, you're prepared. Yep. Yep. I was having a conversation with a young lady here last week and, uh, you know, we were just talking about just life in general and the struggles that are out there. And I pointed her right to the book. And I said, listen, there are four things that you can work on. The doc calls them fundamentals in this book. And if you can get these to where you are way more in control of these than, than now, I'm telling you, your life will be better. doesn't matter what the circumstances are, your life will be better. And so, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it was what was amazing to me about that whole scene where he was doing that with him with the weight on mm-hmm. his back. As I'm sitting there thinking, I'd be afraid to blow a knee out in workout. <laughs> in the workout. Yeah, in the workout. So it's pretty incredible what they uh, go through. And this guy in particular, 
I think you're right. It's because of that training mm-hmm. that he was even able to stay in. Yeah. Have the strength for it to just be a, a high ankle strain. And so yeah, and, just and that I, preparation re- I remember that last year because, it was, you know, being living here in Kansas, there was constant conversation about it. Yeah. But even in that Netflix series, you hear uh, as he's coming out on the field, some, you know, there's just the background. You hear the reporter kind of announcing on NFL network that uh, the usual uh, recovery period for a high ankle sprain of this nature is six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks to recover, <laughs> which means you can't physically do anything during that six to eight week period. Right. But he was able to not only get the high ankle sprain, go to the locker room, make sure it wasn't broken, get it taped up, come back. And his other appendages worked well enough. He didn't need the leg. <laughs> Who needs it? What recovery? I don't need it. You yeah. know, cut it off. Crazy. So I've got a question for you that just kind of hit me here. Talking about these fundamentals and how, you know, you've used the Brady example. Sure. Uh, for years now. So when it comes to a daily, because I know this is basically your life. Yeah. But when it comes to like a daily example, how many times a day would you say you are like even yourself, you catch yourself needing to uh, work on a fundamental? How many times a day do I catch myself? Yeah. Well, like violating a fundamental? Sure. Sure. (laughs) because <laughs> that's the thing right we don't think that we necessarily need to, to work on it or we think we're doing better when the reality is we're still a long ways away from where we could be sure because it's it's yeah and you've said this too it is a daily practice of using the fundamentals and being aware of them that's the biggest thing for me is just recognizing okay there it is there's that i'm violating it here or and it's not even so much catching somebody else violating them, but recognizing that helps us. It's, it helps yourself. Where I catch, and, and when I hear myself say should or don't, you know, I, yeah. I hear it, obviously, right. and I'm, I'm laughing in my head. Right. But take the mathematical formula, the summation formula, X plus Y equals Z. Mm-hmm. And if I tell you Z is 5 and X is 2 solve for why mm-hmm. go ahead free thank you very much mm-hmm. so what this is how i catch it i i'm like everybody else I'm, I'm not aware of the filter that i'm looking at my life through yep because these mental filters are loaded in where we can't see them so you're doing something and i'm having an experience and so this is where the math comes in you are x Mm-hmm. Z is my experience. X cannot equal Z. Otherwise, it would be X plus what equals X. Yep. X and Z are two different integers. That's why they've got two different letters. So X plus Y equals Z. If you're X and my experience is Z, then why do I feel this way? Mm. X plus Y equals Z. So it, Two plus three equals five. So if you snur- uh, 
snarl at me mm-hmm. and my emotional experience is frustration, mm-hmm. then what is it I'm thinking about your snarl right. that is generating my frustration? Because you, your snarl, cannot cause my frustration. Yep. So I do get frustrated. <laughs> I do get irritated. Mm-hmm. I do get stressed. And it is, I, I know this about myself. And if I can prepare for it in advance, which is another biblical thing, because Jesus said, love and forgive others, right? Right. When do you forgive them? A week right after they did now. it? Yep. Before. An hour after they did it? Mm-hmm. What was that? Before. Before. Because he forgave you mm-hmm. 2,000 years ago. You hadn't goofed up yet. Right. You weren't even born yet. Right. And he forgave you. Yep. So when I talk about preparing for things that stress me out, essentially I'm saying, when I go up there to Spangles, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's going to be a long line. People aren't going to know what they're ordering. Somebody's going to try to pay with pennies. Lord, I forgive them. They know not what they do. <laughs> But I'm walking in the door with that heart of forgiveness. I'm walking in the door anticipating that something in here is likely to irritate or frustrate me because I have a pet peeve of uh, being considerate of other people. Sure. Uh, So when I'm in a store and somebody is at the the cashier and they don't know what they want to order and they're standing there staring at the menu for half an hour, I, I... I find myself, if I'm not prepared in advance, I find myself getting irritated. Mm. Even though. Even though. You know darn well. It, it just tastes better. And I will I will feel it. And then this, there will be the craziest conversation in the world going on in my head. Yeah. You know, Lance, you know. You're thinking they should. Well, they should. Well, I, that's what's causing your frustration. Let it go. It would be nice if, you know, look at it from their perspective. Yeah, every, you know, and uh, I I feel sorry for Tish because if we go to a concert mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's somebody behind me talking, right? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, you paid a hundred bucks to get in here to have a conversation. Oh. I didn't pay to hear you. This is all going on in my head. What if it's somebody sitting behind you putting their wet finger in your ear? <laughs> 38 special? We actually had that happen. Did he put a wet finger in my ear. Did he put wet finger in your ear? Do you remember? What What set me off was when he um, grabbed Tisha's hair. Oh, yeah. He, he was like tugging at her hair, pulling at her hair and giggling about it. And I could see her. She kept moving her head. and. Mm-hmm. And about the time that he, he grabbed her a second time, that's when I stood up and turned around. And if I recall, because I was a little blinded at that moment, but if I, blinded with rage, not alcohol, but I, I believe my arm went back. Yeah. And you intervened. and That's because I wanted to hit him. Held my hand and then held his chest. Mm -hmm. And that's when security came. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, that was was hard. That that was one of the more vivid challenges that I've had 
nuts to not want to rip somebody's head off. It's just a really good thing he was huge. <laughs> <laughs> he was a giant, but still, it was, uh, yeah. So that was a moment <laughs> to be able to control what you can control. I'm glad you remember that moment. Yeah, heck yeah. That was nuts. That, that was the closest to actually hitting somebody I've come in 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I know. Same here. <laughs> well, that's it for today. We thank you guys for joining in to our podcast. I am Lance. And I am Mike. And we are just these guys, you know. We are just a couple of guys, as you heard. We have the same issues as everybody else. That's right. And if you don't have a copy of the book, this is a great time to go get the book. And then, what is it? Episodes 9 through 16, I believe? 9 through... Or 18? 9 through... Or 10. <laughs> now you ask. I, I forget. <laughs> 10 through 20. It's the bluey color ones, but 10... Yeah. If you look at it on YouTube, they're kind of a blue-tinted yeah. But it goes through uh, the book. But yeah, episode 10 through 20 go through the book chapter by chapter. And that will help... With the fundamentals. That's right. That's right. Awesome. So we will catch you guys next week. Have an awesome week. See you.